clarify where you're at. Like there is no student we will ever coach where that is not the first step that we have to lock in because if we Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a Pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part Pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools. And you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's preptgrind for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to, to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. We are Casey and Joseph. Those are our two names, uh, and we're both physical therapists, and we help y'all get into PT school, y'all, without wasting time or money. So if that's what you're looking for, we got that tonight. We want to talk about our number one strategy to help you become an irresistible PT school applicant. So, man, like, I just, it would just be nice. It would be nice to feel like these schools actually find me a little irresistible. Like, they actually want me in their program, you know? They, they want to give me that, that ever ever desired acceptance letter you know I, you know like i i want schools to want me like i like i want i want the schools that i'm interested in to to, to really really want me and so that's what we're going to talk about four four key steps that, that are going to help you guys out and we're calling it our number one strategy mainly because if you can listen to these four steps that we're going to share with you as part of this strategy and ask yourself wait a minute am i applying all four 
are there any of the four that I need to lean in harder on? I want you to really, really like self-reflect today and then ask yourself, okay, whichever one of these I'm struggling with, how can I get help with it so that I can be one step closer to being an irresistible applicant? So that's the point of tonight. And so because we're going to be talking about a strategy, Casey, let me actually explain something. So there, there are two parts, right? There are strategies and tactics, right? Tactics are tactics change, right? You know, like if, if the PTCast essay changes, we are going to have to change our, you know, tactic a little bit, you know, the, the essay prompt might be different or whatnot this year, but most likely going to stay the same, but let's say it did change, right? Let's say schools that once looked at the GRE and now do not look at the GRE, our tactics might change a little bit, right? So, so those are things that change all the time, but, but strategies do not. The, the, the strategy that we're going to talk to you guys about tonight is one that we have used for years, <laughs> literally like years as, 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 as application cycles have come and gone, this has been the, 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 the premise, the, 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 the baseline of what we've used to help students really like, regardless of where they were in their application process, regardless of what they were struggling with, helping them really, really get in control of their application. So we are going to call it the CAPE method. All right. So put that in the comments. That is the name of the strategy that we're going to teach you guys tonight. Take notes and then ask yourself, which of these four that Casey and Joseph are about to talk about do I need to lean in on? So put CAPE method, C-A-P-E, put CAPE method, uh, CAPE method. So C, C, I'm going to say what all the letters stand for. And then Casey, let's break it down. All right. So C stands for clarify. A stands for anticipate, P stands for prepare, and E stands for execute. Clarify, anticipate, prepare, and execute. We're going to break these down, but I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all are trying to become irresistible applicants, these are the four, like, like, I know we teach a lot of other stuff, but you have to understand everything we teach, literally, comes out of these four <laughs> like everything casey and that right like everything we teach all the all the tactics and all the other yeah like those all come from these four so so let's understand them and ask ourselves are we respecting them all right so let's start with c casey do you want to do c or you want me to do c go for it go let's for do it. it so so clarify where you are without comparing yourself to everyone else that's the first one clarify where you are because this right here, before we go any further, it, it is one of the, the, the huge roadblocks that a lot of students have, right? Whether, whether it's non-traditional students, like traditional students, like, like clarify, like we have to be able to clarify where you're at. And by you, I mean you, you specifically, like, like where am I at? Like, like for myself, I, I have to block out everybody else. And I, I think a lot of times we weigh, we'll break this down on Sunday a little bit more, but like we weigh ourselves because we're spending so much time being pulled by what we think we should be doing by, you know, watching what other students are doing. Oh, this, they're getting ready for PTCast to open. And so, so, so we're watching to the point where we're not even focusing on ourselves. Like we're not even focusing on our understanding of how the process works. Like we can't tell you how many applications we've seen come through that have basically been like snatched away simply because someone didn't understand the process. Like how it all worked. <laughs> like, like do, 
do, do you understand it or, or, or are you just waiting for PT cast to open and then saying, all right, cool. Like I'll figure it out. I'll go with the flow. I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens because that's a, that's a recipe for a, a, a major surprise. Understanding where I am in relation to where I should be. Understanding like what the schools I'm applying to are actually looking at because they're the ones that are going to accept me. My classmates are not accepting me. My advisor is not going to be the one that accepts me. So, so how much clarity do I really have? And if, if you're telling yourself, wait a minute, like, I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, seeing how it works. You know, I've worked hard. So, so I think I'm ready. You know, I've finished my undergrad. So, so I think I'm ready. I want to get in. So I think I'm ready. Like, like we, we never really ask ourselves how clear we are. Like, like, do I know what my action steps should be for me? Do I know whether I'm an actual match for the schools I'm applying to for me? How much clarity do I have? Because if you don't have clarity, what ends up happening is we start playing the guessing game. If you ever feel like you're guessing with anything, guessing on how to deal with the GRE, guessing on how many schools you think you should apply to, and maybe you feel so nervous that you're like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply to 15 schools, to 20 schools. Like that's, that's a recipe for, for, for disappointment. And so the first one is clarify where you're at. Like there is no student we will ever coach where that is not the first step that we have to lock in. Because if we literally, if, if we don't clarify where we're at, then, then all we're doing is just chasing, chasing like, like it doesn't matter like what tactics we use. If we don't have clarity on ourselves, then, then all, all we're doing is just chasing things that might lead us astray. So Casey, what are your thoughts on this first point? Because I really want them to understand it before we go to the next three steps. Yeah, my, my favorite analogy is always the one uh, where you're looking at somebody else's car or somebody else's problems when you're trying to clarify what's going on with your own application or your mm. own car. It's just when, when we make different analogies like that or like with something else, it just makes it a, a lot more clear. And this is especially, especially, I guess, going on now with what's happening with PTCAS opening in five days. A lot, a lot of that is going on where there's not real clarity. You're not really clarifying your specific situation. And it leads to a lot of havoc. It leads to a lot of running around with your head cut off like a chicken. It's, it leads to a lot of unwarranted stress that does not need to happen if you have just clarified everything that Joseph was talking about. So that's, that's always my favorite analogy when we're talking about clarity uh, of where you're at because it's, it's just not the same. It's not the same vehicle. It's not the same route. It's not the same problems. It's not the same gas you put in the car. It's totally, totally different with your situation versus others. And that's why the C for clarity is so important to me. So that's, that's my short thoughts on this one. I love it. I love it. If, if we miss that, if we're applying this cycle and we're not respecting this, then I, I mean, like, there's no really, like, there's no way to, to really know what to expect. And I think it just creates so much more anxiety because we're crossing our fingers the whole time and don't have to do that. All right. So point number two is anticipate. We want you to start anticipating everything. Literally anticipate everything because, you know, like unforced errors as a pre-PT, unforced errors come from not necessarily, not just not understanding, but not anticipating 
what will come next or be required of you as a pre-PT, right? I think sometimes we always, you know, see it as a, I'll figure it out after. I'll figure it out after I submit my application. I'll figure it out after June 15th when PT Fast opens. I'll figure it out after my classmates start their application because we'll just kind of meet up and you know apply together or something. Like I'll figure it out after I get my first call for an interview. I'll figure it out after. And I that right there can really, really set you up for some unforced errors. So start switching your mindset into anticipating every everything that like like everything that you need to do because remember first step was clarity like do i understand the process do i understand how this thing works right okay like now anticipating do i can i anticipate what the schools will want and why can i start getting into their minds and asking myself well if they were looking at me what would they be looking at what would they be looking for what would they be needing why is that how can i use that to maybe kind of shift the direction that I go with my PT cast essay? How can I use that to, you know, shift, you know, what I do in terms of, you know, maybe how I communicate with the schools right before I submit my application or even after I submit it? How can I use that to manage my expectations, right? Like when I can anticipate, then there's less stress, right? Like, like if you can start getting into the minds of the schools, that's a big thing. Like, so now PT cast, like, can I anticipate what PT cast is and isn't? Right. I think sometimes we think that PTCAST is the application, which it's not like PTCAST is just a fraction of it. PTCAST is just where you just plug in all your information. It's this middleman that schools use to basically kind of see all the stuff that you've done academically and, and, and not. So do I understand? Can I anticipate what that will look like? Can I anticipate what my GPA will actually look like when the school gets it because sometimes we're like, oh yeah, I'll just plug it into PTCAST, whatever you know, GPA PTCAST gives me, that's the one that the schools are gonna look at. And that's not always the case. So so can I anticipate it? Because if I can start anticipating it, then, then can you see what's starting to happen? When I have clarity and then when I start to anticipate, I actually guess less. <laughs> There's far less guesswork, which means that I'm not as anxious. It also allows me to know, okay, like, wow, okay, maybe I wasn't as strong of an applicant as I thought. So I can manage my expectations. Now I'm not, now I'm not like holding my breath every single day. I'm not checking my email, you know, every two hours, which I remember happening to me even as a pre-PT when I submitted my application. Like I'm not doing that simply because I have put myself in a position where I can actually anticipate it. So Casey, what are your thoughts on anticipate before we go to the last two points? Yeah, I like everything you said, just to add on to it and branch off. I think anticipating your needs as a pre-PT is, is huge as well, because we just came back from a PT conference and uh, what a lot of pre-PTs who were there and SPTs as well, who been through our acceptance system coaching program started to do was see how they could anticipate their needs right now and their future needs, mm. regardless of where they were at, because they saw a lot of people at different steps along the way uh, of people who were before them, whether it was two years out of school, still in school, 15 years out, frustrated, trying to start their business now after being out in the field, all that stuff. They saw all that. And what started to happen in their heads was they were trying to anticipate their needs. Forget about the school for a second. The school is just in the way. We're, mm. we're, PT school is just here. It's just, all right, checkpoint, pass, go and collect 200, right? It's just there. You're not doing all this, like we say all the time for PT schools, to be in this field is to be in this career as a PT. 
So if you step outside of the school for a second and, you know, go back in, do all your stuff, do what you got to do. But if you step outside for a second and put yourself first and anticipate your own needs, now you're thinking, let's start as a pre-PT, your needs as a pre-PT. Okay. Um, I, after PTCAS opens, like Joseph was talking about, what's going to be my next needs? Okay. After I input my classes, what's going to be my next needs? How am I going to feel after the essay is done? No, what are my next needs with all that pre-PT stuff, even after you get accepted or rejected or waitlisted, whatever you want to think about, what are my next needs going to be as a pre-PT? Once I get accepted and that celebration uh, dopamine wears off, what am I going to need? What should I anticipate? Once I get into PT school, what am I going to need? What should I anticipate? Once I'm a physical therapist, what should I anticipate? What am I going to need? What are other people going through right now that I can learn from so I don't have to go through all of that? They've already done it for me. They already experienced all those problems. So I think that's a good thing to start uh, thinking about when you're going through this A in the CAPE method. Because yes, applying is important. Yes, anticipating the school's needs is important. We talk about that all the time. You have to do that, but at the same time, you're the customer. It's your life. It's your career. It's true. Anticipate what you need to go through next because it's going to, if you don't do that now, it's going to hit you and you're going to be like, oh, snap, how do I pay for BT school? It's going to hit you. Oh, snap. I hate these clinicals I'm on. Why didn't I pick a different school with better <laughs> clinicals? It's going to hit you. Oh, man, I'm only getting paid $60,000 a year instead of doing something else and getting paid 60 and having a side hustle that pays me 20 or mm. getting something, another job that pays me 120 or you got to anticipate your needs as well. So I just want to branch off on the A of anticipate for that one. So that's it. Y'all, we, like, we want you to just ask yourself, am I doing this? Like, even if it makes sense, it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, Casey and Joe. Okay, like, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Because if you're not, then it's still, I mean, it's not really working for you, right? Let's go to P, prepare. So, so, so just understand that a lot of us as students, and we ask this a lot, like how, how confident do you feel in your ability to, you know, get into a program? And a lot of students say that they struggle with confidence, right? Like, like, like a lot of us just do not feel super confident about our ability to get into a program. And um, one of the best ways to improve your confidence, and there's a number of other ways, right? But one of the best ones is through preparation, like real preparation, right? So, so, so this is where now we use our knowledge. Now we use our A, anticipation, to put in the work starting now, right? Even though PTCast is not opening up for a few days as we record this, by the time this is published on our podcast, it'll probably be after PTCast opens. But, 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 but literally like anticipating now and putting in the work now to leverage everything you have already anticipated. So, so if I'm going to prepare, what can I start doing now? Like how can I be proactive starting now? How can I, you know, start preparing through my understanding of the programs like we talked about? How can I, you know, prepare for how I will communicate my story and experiences with the schools? Like, how can I prepare in learning how to communicate my story in writing, like in the essay, right? Because that's super, super critical. Like, if I'm just going to wait and kind of see how it flows and goes, like, that's going to work against me. But, but if I can prepare, remember, if you want to feel more confident, we gotta like prepare y'all like we, we have to we have to we have to prepare like like learning how pt cast works as a whole now that now that we're preparing to transition into it 
diving into the areas that are most important to the schools you're applying to. How can I prepare that way? How can I prepare through researching the program? How can I prepare through talking to students that have gone to that program? How can I, y'all, like preparation is everything. The, 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 the more you prepare, the more certain you feel, the more confident you feel, the more in control you feel as a pre-PT. But I think a lot of times we don't understand the weight of it. And many times we're just like, yeah, you know, I looked at the school's website, you know, I talked to a few people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the school, I'm gonna apply and see what happens. Y'all, like, 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 did you actually prepare? Did, did you even go the extra mile and learn about hot topics within the profession so that your level of conversation with the schools and the faculty is so deep that they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like we've never seen another pre-PT that communicates like you do. My level of preparation, like I'm telling you right now, correlates with my level of being able to show up as the best version of myself. And y'all, hold on, hold on. So, so, so if, if, if preparation improves my confidence, do y'all know like, like how your communication changes, like how you carry yourself when you're actually confident? Like, like do y'all, do y'all like, ask yourself this, if I was walking into an interview and I was not confident, like I felt like, <gasps> I'm so unprepared. Like, I don't even know what to expect. Like, do y'all really think that I'm going to show up as the best version of me? I can't. Even for an interview, even if I've gone to the process of, even if the schools looked at my paperwork and they're like, ooh, like, this is a student we actually want to bring in for an interview. Let's check them out. Let's see if they're a match for what we're looking for. Y'all, like, if I haven't prepared, if I haven't leveraged preparation, like, to the T, then it's going to show in how I carry myself. Look at how Casey and I communicate to y'all. Like, like, we don't just come in here and say, all right, let's just see what pops up in our head. We prepare. Casey and I talked about this topic earlier today. Right, like during the workday, we were messaging back and forth and say, hey man, like, so, 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 so that by the time we're here live, we're prepared, which comes off in how we're communicating to you right now. So as a pre-PT, am I leveraging that heavily? Casey, what are your thoughts on this before we hit the last point? The main word that kept coming to mind when you were talking was was practice. Mm. Like I don't, it just kept coming to mind. Was, was practice? You talking about practice? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, because all you were saying was literally that. Like if you go mm. and uh, make the analogy to football, basketball, whatever your sport is, when you see somebody make a three, you know, at game, you know, game seven, two seconds left. They can hit that shot with their eyes closed, you know, pregame. You guys, you know, the ones who Steph follow Curry. all these sports. Right. They they throw it behind their head and nothing. Easy. Easy. But it but it's practice. Right? When Joseph was talking about the essay, the interview, the looking in the schools, all that stuff, all that is the literal practice before the big game, before you actually talk to them in emails, info sessions, interviews. You already did this. You already talked to other PTs. You already talked to us. You already talked to student PTs. So by the time you go and talk to these, you know, big, scary DPT chairs, you're like, I already practiced. I talked to the clinic director of, you know, these three practices. I talked to this business owner. I went to the healthcare live event in Orlando. Yeah, I talked to billionaire PTs. I talked to struggling PTs. That's mm. what I do. I feel like I'm already in that profession, in this profession, because I practice or because I prepared for it. So. That's the, that's the biggest thing that kept coming to mind uh, when you were saying uh, everything on this topic of prepare. So Boom. that's it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all, last one is execute. 
those first three points mean absolutely nothing if you don't execute. You have to, like execution means trusting my preparation and simply putting in the work without overthinking it. If I haven't done, so, so sometimes we do the execution without the first three. And we end up basically like, like wearing ourselves thin. That's when we're just retaking whatever classes I'm told. That's when I'm just submitting my application. Joseph Casey, I, I'm working hard, which means that if I'm working this hard, they should notice that I'm working hard and they should accept me. But you're surprised when it doesn't work out in your favor. Typically, that means that the first three, we didn't master something along the way. But if I've mastered the first three, if my C, my A, and my P are locked in, then my execution literally sh should actually come easier because I don't have to overthink it. If I'm crystal clear, if I've anticipated as much as I possibly can, and I've gotten coaching and direction, that's why we're saying I've, you know, if I've anticipated, if I've, if, if I've prepared, then my execution should actually be easier because I can just trust it. It's like what Casey just said, these basketball players in the game, they're not overthinking it. You think Steph Curry is out here like, wait a minute, I know I did this at practice. <sighs> deep breath, deep breath. Okay, okay, I know. Okay, LeBron's about to, you know, come and block me. Deep breath. No, he's not overthinking. It's muscle memory at that point, y'all. He's He just trusts it. He's like, and he just turns around and does his little, like, shimmy, right? So he executes because he's trusting those first three. Another thing is execute early and often. Execute early and often. Don't don't wait for deadlines to be what determines what you do and when you do it. Just because my application is not due for a given program until October 1st doesn't mean I should be waiting until a few days before to submit my essay to be reviewed by such and such. And, and, and now I'm stressed out. I'm like, oh, well, my application is due in two days, but I waited until the last possible moment because I was so anxious and I didn't do anything for the last two months. So y'all, no, 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 no. We have to start executing if we've done those three right. When it comes to PTCAST, when it comes to my essay, when it comes to my interview, execute, execute. But like I said, execution is great. And some of us just don't really execute. But for those of us that execute and we feel like we're executing and putting in the work, but it's just going into thin air, it just means that you haven't done one of the other three. And so just leverage those, lean into those. Ask yourself, am I clear? Ooh, okay, cool, I'm good. Am I anticipating everything? Okay, great. Have I prepared? Cool, now I can trust my execution. If you guys can do that and, and, and use those four and do them over and over, I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel like a much stronger applicant. You're going to be in a lot more control and you'll be well on your way to being accepted into a DPT program. Casey, what are your thoughts on the last thing? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that came to mind was imperfect action. I forgot mm. who was the original person who came up with that term, but we've heard it a lot throughout all the stuff we've learned. And the biggest thing is when you were talking was me saying taking imperfect action with the CA and the P part. Because, yeah, you got to be, you know, technical. You got to put stuff right into PTCAS. So I don't want it to come across like, oh, just you said imperfect action. Let's just throw anything on pt guys like no that's not what i'm talking about but if you're hesitant with finding your clarity or anticipating or preparing or practicing like this is what it's here for all of the, all of your time as a pre-pt all of your time preparing for the application is for you to get your reps in forget you got it. for you to get your shops up uh shots up so when you do go to execute you are as perfect as possible you're getting all the rust out 
then over time your practice becomes perfect for those of you who play instruments and sports and all that they always say that but how do you get to that point you just don't have perfect practice overnight like yeah you gotta you don't have perfect practice overnight so going through the c uh the c a and p with imperfect action will refine you over and over again so by the time yeah. you do execute and do what joseph said you're as close to perfect as possible. You're filling in PTCAS with, with all the technicalities that needs to be. You're talking to these professors at a very high level. You're writing your essay as perfect as possible because you've done all these reps over and over again. So, boom, boom, that's it, y'all. Was this helpful? Was this helpful? For those of y'all watching live, was this helpful? Because th th this is the game. It's, it's, there's no secret, like, you know, kind of magic pill to the application process, but 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 there are steps and and i think if you guys have followed us for a while you understand that there's always a next step there, there there's there's always a way out it's just a matter of whether i'm willing to do what that way out is and leverage what that way out means and so it, uh c-a-p-e the cape method leverage it embrace it own it take massive 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 action after you've done the first three and we'll see you on the other side much love see you guys bye what is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.